Welcome to the podcast of Spirit Life Revival Ministries, an apostolic prophetic mission-based ministry headquartered in Accra, Ghana. A church family with a vision to possess and teach the world that all things are possible through the preaching of the word of faith. Join us on this journey of discovery as we delve into the timeless teachings of our faith and share inspiring stories from God's word. This podcast is designed to uplift your spirit and deepen your relationship with God to help you pursue and walk in your divinely assigned purpose. Together, let's embark on the transformative and enlightening experience as we navigate the intersections of faith, life, and the supernatural. And now, today's message. Now turn your Bibles with me to the book of John, chapter 4. It's actually a very long passage of scripture. So I don't know where to, so maybe I'll be jumping. So um, verse 1, John chapter 4, verse 1, we'll be jumping like that. When therefore... Are you there already? In case you don't know where John chapter 4 is, just open to the last page of your Bible. You will see John chapter 4 is there. I mean, after the last book, you will find out there is John chapter 4. So if this is your Bible, just go to the last book like that. John chapter 4 is there. But if you get there and there is nothing like that, start from Genesis. By the time we come back in the evening, grace would have helped you. And it will be at John chapter 4. Ask the person, have you seen John chapter 4? Because somebody is around Ezekiel chapter 15, verse 22. Another person is asking, "Ah, is that one too inside? Yes, it's also inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. John chapter 4, verse 1. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. So they have heard that Jesus baptized more disciples than John. They were introducing the element of competition and comparison. Verse 2, though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples. So, a leader's ability is in raising other men who can do what he does better than the way he do it so that the glory will be attributed to the leader. Hallelujah. So Jesus was not baptizing. He had trained the disciples, and the disciples were the one baptizing. It also means that the disciples were ready to go by the instructions and the detect of Jesus Christ. And so everyone said that Jesus was the one baptizing. Many people will put their effort 
into a project, but most of the time, it is one person who might take the credit. So, for example, all of us, we are helping His Excellency Akufado to fulfill his assignment in this period that he is president. So, if everything goes out as planned, we will say His Excellency has done well. But you forget that there is a role you play that brought us to that place of congratulations. In the same way, if His Excellency doesn't meet a certain expectation, you should understand that there is what you did, what you did not do. But in the scheme of things, we can't name everyone. One person must always take the glory, but there are several nameless and faceless people who have contributed to make that possible. Verse 3, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. It shows that Jesus was also progressive with everything he did. He wasn't someone who stayed just in one place. He wanted the word of God to be heard in various places. And the Bible says, and he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. So that means if you were father, you were mother here, you need to come to a, a dimension of growth where you'll be able to give inheritance to your children. And I pray for somebody that that grace will come upon your life and that will be what you will do. In case by the issues of life, your parent could not do that, you will take inspiration from the things they did and they could not do and make things better for the generations that will come after you. Verse 7, then cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, give me to drink. So here cometh a woman who originate from Samaria to draw water. Now Jesus now approached the woman and entered into a conversation with the woman that there is something that you have that I need. It doesn't mean that Jesus was putting himself in the place of begging. Jesus wanted the woman to understand the value of Anna. It is honor for a great person to ask something from you. How will you feel if His Excellency, the President, called you to come and help him? You, you are not His Excellency. So you should be happy that His Excellency say, I'm making you minister of so-so and so. Come and help me. And, and that's how when we say become a church worker, you should be happy. Because you now, you are nothing in the church. Yeah, in the church, you are nothing in the church. Nobody knows what to do in the church. If, for example, we did not ask Mr. Igwe to sing, who would have known him in spirit life? Nobody would have known him in spirit life. So he should be happy. So when we say come and sing, it is not for you to come and tell us that uh, you will sing, you will not sing. 
You must sing. Or what do you think? Now, who would have known Mr. Ashan? Nobody would have known Mr. Ashan. When, except the time where a woman accepted her proposal. So when someone says, marry me or I will marry you, it doesn't mean the person is begging. You have to see the honor and the glory in it. Or what do you think? And now we call it Mr. Ashan because you have a wife. So have you seen how you have to value your wife? And you are here smiling and all of that. Like as I said this, uh, you just take your mobile phone and you send a message to your wife. Wow, baby. Thank you for the privilege of getting married to me. Coming into my life, I've changed so many things in my life. And as a sign of my, my care and devotion for this morning, I wanted to send 100,000 Ghana CDs, but you know that your momo limit cannot allow. So you just take two CDs for now. We'll continue the rest later. Yeah. Some of you are not romantic at all. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a good place to send a message to your wife or your husband. No? You say yes, yes, but you are not demon. You say yes, yes, yes. Praise the Lord. Are you in church this morning? All these are in the Bible. Yeah, except if you don't read in between the lines, you won't see it. Hallelujah. So Jesus said to the woman, give me water to drink. For the disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that thou being a Jew, accept drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Many have missed their portion of elevation because of tribal differences. I am from this tribe. I don't have a dealing with this tribe. You cannot marry people from this tribe. You see your life. I am black. I don't have a dealing with this person. This woman was talking with the Savior. But she did not know. And she thought that if a man from who is a Jew is asking me for water, why must he even ask me for water? But she did not know that there was a miracle about to happen in her life that would change her life forever. This morning, there is a miracle. There is a testimony. There is a breakthrough coming into someone's life that will change you forever. Don't allow religious opinion to keep you out of God's dominion. Don't allow religious differences. Christianity is not a religion anyway. It's a way of life. Mm, it's a way of life. Okay, let me continue so that. Verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God. So that means many people don't know the gift of God. In a certain church in Nigeria, the church is so blessed of God. In all things, like the way we are blessed, every church is blessed. And they had people over the years who had been trained by the Lord, who were part 
of the choir, part of the ushering team, part of the security team. And God had raised them up, blessed them, and they had become owners of businesses. And these were businesses that employed thousands of people. And one day, they, they, they were going on evangelism, and they decided to go in a certain style. So almost all the businessmen brought their best cars and they moved into a certain neighborhood. Now, as they began to evangelize, even when you see their car, you want to be born again. You want to listen to Jesus, they have come to preach. Hallelujah. Because a man is talking to you about Jesus and he said, take my number and he gives you his card. And you find out that the business all your life you have been desiring to work with, you are not talking with the CEO. Won't you give your life to Christ? So one of the easiest ways for us to reach the lost is for them to know who we are. The woman could not receive the gift of salvation, could not receive Jesus, the career of salvation, because she did not know. If you say God is good, show me in practical terms how good God is. That's why years ago I told God that you should stop telling me about the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. Because the people who stay in my community, they don't know Abraham. They don't know Isaac. Because they don't have the Bible to read the story of what God did for Abraham. But as I stay in this community, they know me. So whatever you do for me, when I tell them what God has done for me, they'll come and look for the God of Abraham. Father, don't talk to me about what you did for Hannah, what you did for Sarah. It's the same thing I'm asking for. If you give me that miracle and I go and show them, they told me I am barren. Look at what God has done for me. They want to know what God did for Hannah. I pray for somebody this morning. You shall become a testimony in your community. They will know the gift of God. So Jesus has to spend time to lecture this woman. That if you have known the gift of God and who, so at times people have to know who you are. Because some of you, you don't know who I am. You don't know. You don't know. You don't even know the power of the prophetic. I'm a very dangerous prophet. <laughs> and at times, when we tell you something, they say, they ask, we are not scared. We are telling the truth. Say, Do you know who? It is that sired to thee. That means if you know the gift of God, you will not be talking by heart. If you know who is talking to you, you will not be talking by heart. But because you don't know, you are now saying all kinds of things. And who it is that said to thee, give me to drink, that would have asked of him. And he would have given thee living water. But because you did not know, you were asking for voltage mineral water to drink. Because she did not know, you were asking for, give me some of the brands. But aqua to drink. Special eyes to drink. Eh? Awake. Active. So when will you put your name on one of them? 
I think God is speaking to somebody this morning. That you to enter there, we want your name. Maybe you put a calling. Ah, look at a nice brand. Oh, what do you think? So, let, let me close because my time is so already gone. You like the scriptures, eh? Yeah. So, at the end of the day, in the verse 15, the woman said to the woman, Jesus, the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I test not, neither come hither to draw. Desire is built on the foundation of expectation. Desire is built on the foundation of expectation. Do you know the way you relate with people will change. Immediately you get to know who they are and what they can do. It's a natural way of doing things. But the spiritual way of doing things is understand that everyone is a package of divine glory. So you don't need to know who they are before you change. So Jesus began telling the woman all the stories. And a desire went up. He said, sir, give me this water. I want to have this encounter. And Jesus said, go and call your husband. And woman said, sir, I am not married. He said, you have been with five men. And none of them have married you. The woman says, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. In the next 15 minutes, on the foundation of this scripture, I want to give you some truth. Then we'll be out of here. We have been on a journey for, 30 day, for 29 days now. Tomorrow happens to be the 30th day. And we'll be bringing 30 days of strange prophecies to an end. One of the things I need to understand this morning is that the prophetic has multiplying effect. The prophetic has multiplying effect. When one prophetic word is declared over your life and destiny. That prophetic word is connected to a lot of dots in your life. For example, when I was struggling and the Lord said to me, move to the city of Accra and raise me a people of impact. It was a word spoken to me. That word spoken to me had you in mind. But at that time that that word was spoken, you were not dead. That word that was spoken also meant that over 400 university students will graduate out of my obedience. So because I obeyed, 
in that single word, get up and go to Accra and raise me a people of impact, 400 students graduated from university. It also means that my disobedience would have denied over 400 students the ability to graduate from university. Every time you are doing something, remember that what you are doing has multiplying effect. Either for good or for bad. Either for good or for bad. I said a story on Facebook. And I said an armed robber was arrested. And when the armed robber was arrested, he was arrested in Ghana. And you know that when you catch a thief, you don't have to beat the thief. But in this country, no matter what you say, they will beat the thief. So members in the chair who are part of the association of thief beaters, I'm telling you to stop. And they beat this armed robber. And he sustained all kinds of injuries. Then the police came and rescued the armed robber. But because of the situation, they had to take the armed robber to the hospital. And then they had to prepare the docket so they can take that armed robber to the law court. In this, there are so many people who come in mind when you are talking about the story. To the people who arrested the armed robber, the guy is an armed robber. To the police, even though you said you caught him, he is still a suspect. To the medical doctor, that is my special patient. To the legal representative, that is my client. To the mother, that is my beloved son. To the wife, my special romantic husband. To the children, our wonderful daddy. To the friends, he is our guy. And whenever you have the privilege of destroying what someone has built, understand that is where others have their source of enjoyment. Whenever you have the privilege to pull down something, let a lot of thought comes into your mind. So let me close. The prophetic has multiplying effect. When you obey the prophetic, it's not only for you. It's for several people. When you disobey, it's not only for you. Yeah. That's why when people are not living in their prophetic destiny, they don't understand they are denying thousands of people. Millions of people. If you don't start the business that God said you should start, a family will go to bed hungry. And so as we bring these 30 days to a close tomorrow, it's my prayer that we'll be conscious over the words spoken over our lives and our destinies within these days. 
And we'll find out, Lord, what must we do? Understand that many lives and generations are connected. If you receive a word that you will not die, it means if you die, many will not have the privilege of drinking from you. So God is keeping you here so you can be a blessing to many. Because some of it is just your smile that brings people to that glory. So in this story, the woman had come to a point in her life. It was the lowest point in her life. Now, I have stayed in the village before, so I can tell you a lot of stories. Now, in the village, if you are going to fetch water, you don't go alone. You have to go in groups. And so that if I go with Mr. One, bring what, your, 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 what you are going to do to fetch, bring your own, sir. Bring your own. And we are three, give me something else and take another thing. And we are four like this. And we have come to the stream to fetch water. In the stream, most of the time, you even step into the stream and you fetch the water. So all of us have fetched our water, put it down. So this is what we are going to do. We have to carry it. And most of them, your, your strength cannot do it. No one can do it all by himself. No one can do it all by his ability. Everything you are become, you are going to become, is connected to different relationships that has brought you where you are today. So in a true sense, there is no one who can say, I am self-made. There is no one who can say, I don't need anybody. It's a lie. You will need somebody. Even when you die, you need somebody to bathe you. Okay. So we are going to fetch our water. Help him fetch his, uh, carry his water. Help him. So you see, our brother helped him. So now that he's carrying his own, he does not run away. He stay around. Help him fetch, uh, carry his own. Then I also help him to carry his own. Then after I've helped them to carry their own, they all bring one hand each. Then I carry my own. That is why if we use the tax of Ghana to school you, don't go and live in America. If it is the tax of Ghana that has helped you to become all that you have become, you went through medical school because of our tax, you did not pay what we were doing, fee paying. You did not do it. Don't go to America. But if we don't want to go to America, the system must be conducive. So you will find out if we are going to carry, they must not run away. You won't say you have carried your own. And that is where the pain of many men of God lies. This is where the pain of many men of God lies. Their ministry helped many to carry their destiny, carry their marriage, carry the beauty of their business. But by the time they carry, they disappear. Now, if all of them have left, how would I be able to carry my own? So that is the system. It's not my message, so I won't go there. So I carry it. Now, sit down. Sit down. In the story... The woman did not come with many people. She came alone to draw 
water. And we did not understand why she came alone until her encounter with Jesus Christ. When Jesus asked her, go and call your husband. Say amen. amen. <laughs> I have a very sensitive nose. So the singers will give me something, but I think that clap for the ushers. They have done well for today. Today they have done well. It smells so nice. It smells like um, perfume God, the perfume you gave me. It's perfume God in church today. Oh, perfume God. Yeah, that's perfume God. God bless it. I'm wearing your perfume today. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm so confident we're walking in this glory of the perfume. So all I'm telling is that I bring more. Mm, that's all I want to tell you. It's not, it's not anything serious. That's just bring more. We use it. Say amen. amen. So we, we find out that this woman we are talking had been with five men. And all of them have left. And even there is a certain man. Now, who will love the wife or the husband to associate with a woman who had married five times? Everyone will be, be careful. They might not say it to the hearing of the woman. There are people telling others to be careful about you, but they are not saying to your hearing. It could be it is true. It could be it's not true. But you see, when you grow in life, you appreciate life. It is easy to condemn your parent when you have not been a parent. But when you become a parent, you appreciate that your parent really did a good job. If you have not pastored before, you can sit anywhere and say any nonsense. But the day you begin to pastor, then you will know. Like somebody said, I will leave this church. This is a pastor talking to another pastor. And when I leave it, I will teach you church growth in six months. In six months, I will teach you church growth. I will pastor the biggest church. You will see all your members will leave and went on a campaign for every member to leave. And he started the church that was going to be a symbol of church growth in his hall. The church did not grow beyond the hall. He left it and said, God, I have not called me. He left it. There are things, if you have not been in it before, you will not understand. So be a bit economical when you are judging people. When you are speaking ill of people. Because these people have feelings. It was not the woman's situation. She had been with five men, but none married her. And she was with the sixth man. And I'm sure everyone was careful. So while she was coming to the stream, I believe, because of the warning they have given to people about her, she was alone. Me, in ministry, they have warned a lot of people about me. And that is what helped me to develop my strength. I don't look at anywhere. I don't go for pastor's convention. Because there is a remedy who have spoiled you up when you even say you don't know what, what anyone is saying about you. That's why I, I look up to God alone. When this ministry 
was less than, in fact, before we even started, there were all kinds of noise. So I started with noise about me. I started with issues about me. I have not started the church. There were noise. So this woman had all kinds of noise. And at times, this noise can break you. At times, this noise can confuse you. At times, this noise can destroy you. But just understand this principle in life. If you are the reason why others are having noise in their life, your noise is coming. Yes, if you are the reason, you cannot be the reason why someone's company will collapse and you want to build your own. It is not scriptural. Can I show you what the Bible says? The Bible said that if you are not faithful in what belongs to another person, how will God commit your own into your hand? So part of the reason why in this nation it's very hard to look for a business that is 50 years old and is still doing well is because when other people are part of it, they believe that their departure must lead to the destruction and the extinction of that business. So they find a way by the attitude, by their word to destroy that business. They start their own. It won't go beyond that. Are you the reason why someone has noise in his life or in her life? Your own noise is coming. Yeah, that is the truth. Your noise will come, will come. So the woman had noise. No one was ready to relate with her. So she went to the stream alone. I'm here to speak to somebody who seems to be alone on the journey of life. She was alone. Alone in ministry. Alone in your marriage, alone in raising up children, alone in your career. You are done with school 11 years ago. Still, you don't have a job. You were alone. And at times, people think that you are lazy. You can't sustain a job. People think you are lazy. Every time you become pregnant, you lose the pregnancy. They think there is something wrong with you. It's because you have not been there before. I spoke with a woman. She said, I have had over 11 miscarriages in a period of this number of years in marriage. So when you are going to condemn her, be a bit merciful. Be a bit merciful. So she came to the well alone. That's why if we're still alone, keep going to the well. Because Jesus, he will give us the living water. You will find him where there is water. Keep going to the well. Your well will be going to your Bible. Going to the place of prayer. Going to church. Looking up to Jesus. Keep going to your well. You will not know how people behave until there is an issue. Nyasamshe. The people you said they are your friends. Be careful, oh. Be careful. It's because you have not had an issue. It's because you have not had an issue. Everything is good. Who told you that every day will be only be made up of the morning? Who told you 
there is afternoon in the day and there's the evening series and everybody will go through these phases. Even Jesus Christ went through. When he was born, they brought frankincense. They brought all kinds of things. But there was a day he was on the cross. All the multitude were gone. Everyone was gone. When I see people beautiful, I say, Sister Nyabot, I cry. Nyabot, Nyabot. Have you seen my back? It's a Brazilian. Ah, Brazilian what? Sister, you're very careful. Brazilian what? Hey, it will not be like that forever. Yes. When I walk, you, hey, be careful, oh. When you go home, ask your grandmother, who is 82 years, that when she was at your age, everybody, wow, she thought all was admiration. So, all was good thought. Now she passed by, nobody even look whether she's there or not. Sister. Like, so me as a pastor, it's not everyone who is here who love me. You think I'm a fool? I've done this for 15 years, so I have pastored this for you for 15 years. So I know Jesus knew men, so he did not commit. I hope you have been blessed. I've not even typed my message, so I think I have to close. Yeah, my brother, my brother. So this, the woman kept going alone. There are times going alone is important for your health. It's good for your mental health. It's good for your survival. And at times during that season, God also wants your attention. Because you might have come to a place of realization. If certain accusation did not come to me, I wouldn't have known what is in the heart of people. I would have known as a prophet how to pray and know beyond what people think I know. So a smile will be part of good heart. Yes. But I had to do my work as a man of God. One day someone asked me, why do you bring this guy close? I said, yeah, because I know he's bad. So there are two things. Let me help him. Let me help him. So he will not be too bad. Because he's bad now. If I don't help, you become too bad. Hallelujah. Jesus knew I was bad. He redeemed me so I will not become too bad. So look at me, a preacher today. Hallelujah. And the woman encountered Jesus. Someone going through a trying time. A moment of rejection. A moment of delay. A moment of accusation. You are about to encounter Jesus. Someone going through a phase you don't understand. When you think that that phase has ended and another phase begins, you are about to encounter Jesus. And no one encountered Jesus without good news. No one encountered Jesus without elevation. No one encountered Jesus without a change of story. My brother, your story is about to be changed. I say your story is about to change. Hey, your story. When I went through my crisis for the last eight years, I thought I would never rise up. I thought 
the things that I used to do when I said we are buying this for 50,000 a church member came and said papa on to me to see when you go down eh, everybody can say foolish things about you so papa on to me to any skin you I'm for scam but I'm done when you go down then you see those who used to honor you how they will dishonor you I pray for you will never go down see this woman she had gone through pain it's a whole story but I never knew that Jesus would bring me out I have never recovered all but I have destroyed all so I'm about to build on what is left I, people who call me my father, everybody disconnected. Because those days, how much is, is your church paying for a year, two years? I will pay. That's why I say make money. Everything revolves around Jesus and money. When you make Jesus, make money. I said, when you make Jesus, after that, make money. They say, oh, he's not our father again. There are some of my sons, eh? since we moved here, it's five years now, they have never been here. At least I can count eight of them. Never step foot here. Because they hear the guy is gone. Is he cannot ashik? Ashik? You encounter Jesus. I said, you will encounter Jesus. And when she encountered Jesus, she went back to the city and said, come and hear a man who have told me everything I've ever done. And the Bible said, the men who never related, the men who were very suspicious, they now followed her. Somebody, there is a miracle coming. There is a breakthrough coming. There is a lifting coming. Ah, they will follow you. I said they will follow you. I said they will follow you. I said they will follow you. They closed their businesses. They said they were busy when the woman needed them. But when her voice received power, when she spoke, they could not say no. After these 30 days, they won't be able to say no. I said they won't be able to say no. The little one will become so many. And they followed. And they ran to Jesus. And when they came, they had personal experience. And they said, thank you to the woman. They said, now we believe, not because you told us, but because of what we have experienced. Somebody, there is something you must experience that must uh, build your belief. There is something you must experience. A woman came to me. If she's here, please don't feel shy. I told her I don't have a problem with you. A woman came to me, Mr. Sean, and she said her child needs school fees. In fact, she said she has done everything. She didn't know how she was going to pay. She was passing by, and she saw a church. So she decided to enter, and she entered here. Then when she entered, she came to me after service and said, my son, is at school. And we have to pay school fees. This and this and this and this. Me as a prophet. 
when you are even lying, I will still help you. That's me. You are li- I know you are lying. But I'll still help you with your lies. Because I can't see someone's lying about money. If the person were to be Elon Musk or Dangote, would the person come and lie for that small chicken? No. Situation can make people say what they should not say. So I bring the area of compassion and understanding with mercy. Because I've been there before. Where I went somewhere after church looking for help. The pastor was gone. I approached somebody, first year student at the University of Ghana, showed my card. 110-011-7-something-something. First year student, just help me to call home. The man abused me. He said, foolish boy, scammer, froster. You think we don't know? I wasn't part. But situation had made me to beg. To be able to get money and take a car from Royal House area. How do you call that area? Obechebi. To University of Ghana. And I received abuse. By the time I was abused, I could not gather energy to approach the next person and beg again. It's not my style. I had come there for help and nothing happened. The man of God was gone. And the person who was supposed to help me had disappeared because I was dancing. Because the man said, all night I will help you. I dance, I dance, I dance. By the time we're done dancing, I could not locate. Because I don't know the song. I want you know why you I did not see the man. And everyone was gone. Around 7 a.m., I was outside. Beg the man, the word killed me. Listen, your word can kill people. If you don't know what to say, keep quiet. If you don't know what, if you don't, that's why I don't speak negative about anyone. If I'm going to say anything, I'll say it in public. If I have anything to say about anyone, I'll say it in public. I'm not afraid of anything in this world. Yeah, that's I'm not afraid of anything. Uh, your pastor was going to marry Na Adokali. Came to tell me. I said, you married a girl? He said, yes. I said, you? He said, yeah, you are in love. So you have you proposed? He said, yes. I said, oh, fine. And I knew the pastor. And if this pastor married this girl, he would destroy the girl. So do you know what I did? I said, you call the girl for me once he's here. And he called the girl. I said, now how are you? He said, I'm fine. I said, do you know something? This pastor is here right now. He said he's in love with you. And he have told you. And people say, yes. I said, don't marry him. Do you know his phone that I'm using to call you? Don't marry him. If you marry him, your life will be destroyed. I'm saying it once he's here. So you know that I don't know how to pretend. The best thing you can do is to run away from this pastor when it comes to marriage. But you can relate with him as a pastor, as a friend. But as a wife, you regret. Say, man, I hope you are not angry. Take your phone. Continue the rest. The things I have done, they did not marry. And now when I see what night is becoming, I get happy. When I see what the pastor has become, I say, Father, thank you that I helped the girl out. So some of you, the people you should not marry, there's the people you marry. Anybody who cannot honor your mother or your father, it's not something you have to proceed and go and marry you. Run away. 
Someone who doesn't have anybody to speak to him. Doesn't have any authority. It's not somebody you must marry. But someone tell, say, we are in love. Sure. There are some demons that appear after you are married. When those demons appear, you appreciate some of the things I'm telling you. You appreciate some of the things I'm telling you by the grace of God. I lie not. What, what brought this issue in crying? As I close, this world is full of mysteries. People are going through tough times. Be a little bit measured with what you say, even if it's the truth. So I walked from that place. I did not know Accra well. My first time in Accra, my first time being in Accra, as in Accra, the first time I came, I came to action, winner chapter to pray, and I went back. But this time, I'm living in Accra. Do not know anywhere. So, when I saw the cars parked, I also walked like that. Walk. By the time we go to airport, traffic like work present, before God, the, uh, the, I could not move again. I could not move. I could not lift and I sat and I wept. That was when I knew that poverty is a bastard. Poverty is a stupid person. If he's a man, he's a stupid man. I cry. Very intelligent student. And that was when I told God, God, if you will help me go through these four years at the University of Ghana and you bless me, I will not let students go through the same pain I went through. That is the vow. And when God blessed me, I kept to that vow. I kept to that vow. So as the woman was talking about me, I said, okay, don't worry, come. Then I, I asked Mr. Shaw, take my checkbook, sign this money, let her go and take it. So two days or the day after she has taken the money, she came to me. When she came, she was kneeling down. Someone qualified. She said, no, no, don't kneel down. Who dear? Obia and two person. Obia bubo to do unyum nyansa. nyansa. Because of power. At least you want them to kneel down. Eee. What do you mean? Papa. Listen, mama. Don't need that. Whatever is it. God has. He said, I lied to you. I said, how? He said, we, we have paid the school fees. But it has to do with money for his feeding and even to visit. I said, don't worry. There's nothing. This is not even like, because this is connected to the child. You can't be merciful. You, you, can't, every, you suspect everyone. You suspect everyone. Suspicious. Suspicious. I don't believe in it. Oh, who are you? Are you an animal? That you don't believe in human beings. Who do you want to believe? In dogs or in cows? Who do you want to believe? Don't believe in everyone, but believe someone. You might have bad experience with other people, but there are some people who give you good experience. And don't let us become judgmental of people. 
People are struggling. People are struggling. If you know what people have gone through to be who they are, you appreciate their effort. You realize they have done well and God too has done very well. The woman's life was changed. The people came to the city and the woman dropped the water pot. For our next level, there are things we must drop. You know what you must drop. I know what I must drop. If you don't drop it, it might disgrace you. You see, this thing about the prophetic is serious. So we had a pastor here, Mr. Martin. He was an arm robber. Yes, he came. They brought him. I made him a pastor of spirit life. He was an arm robber and a thief. And I keep teaching people that if there are things you must let go, let them go. Because in under a lot of things happen. He was a thief and an arm robber. He was with Lighthouse. Eh? And he stole a lot of things. They went to for crusade in Nigeria. And he stole a lot of things. When he was at the Bible school, he stole laptops. And he looked very innocent. So he made some of who are innocent look like we are not innocent. And I drop it. It will disgrace you. Then he was staying with someone. Then he left the This is a pastor. I'm not saying check pastor. He left the person and connived with. See, check the people, the people around you relate with. It will give you an idea who they are truly. Who they are truly. Because people can always with weed smokers. Always, always with the bad boys. Always, not some. Every day. He said, you know, the guy I'm staying with, he has a lot of things. I want us to go and rob him. Senior is my witness here. I want us to go and rob him. And pay the people and they came to the guy's house. And they robbed. He said, when you rob, rob me too. When you beat, beat me too. But don't do it too hard. He stole things from Lighthouse when they were healing Jesus' crusade. Brought it from Togo to Ghana. They could not even catch him at the border. Projectors and things, they could not. Yes. Stole. And the friend said the thing that has been happening in, the, in their house was strange since the guy came. One day, I was in, in Tamale. When they said the guy has been arrested, I said, well, you go to the police station, bail him in whichever way we help, no matter what. At the end of the day, the guy was on the floor like a snake. Papa, do I look like a thief? Do I look like, Papa, can after, so I, I look at the guy, I look at the guy, I look at the guy, and the Holy Spirit said, ask him, who is the owner of this laptop? Who is, he said, that's my laptop. I said, no, no. Holy Spirit said, he stole this laptop when he was at school. I said, you stole this laptop? When? He said, no. I said, okay. Holy Spirit said, open the laptop. 
He has formatted everything. But Holy Spirit, open here, open here, open here, open here. You will find the original name. Hey, that's why I got to have a laptop technician. I recovered the name. I recovered the money. I called John Francis. I said, when you were at school, did anything got missing like a laptop? Say, what's the name of the person who stole the laptop? Missed the name. That was it. I said, let's go to the police station. I took him back. <laughs> Say amen. amen. When we went to the police, the police said they need his fingerprint. And this guy is a hardened criminal. That's how the guy's disgrace came. Yeah. Yeah. Another person came here 2010, 2011. God, money. Was sleeping with everybody in church. Yeah. One day I called him. And I said, this sister came to me and said, you slept with her. This other said, you slept with her. This other said, you slept with her. It's not strange to me. I'm a pastor and I've seen all of that. So I want you to stop. Okay. It will help me. Stop. Yes, Papa. Okay. And I'll go to his house. Five cars. Dedicate them. And he kept sleeping with people. I'm telling the truth. I said, drop something today. In a church or not house. I said, the church, I can't talk about that one because I don't know about that one. Then he warned the people. Like yesterday, I sent a message to a sister. I said, I'm so disappointed in you. And I'm sending another one today. And I'm sending another two. I'm sending about four today. No. People need to know that God is God. So I went to his house again. I said, I said, why don't you get married? Because this thing, it will destroy you. Because, I said, Papa, I have stopped. I said, okay, Father, I thank you for my son. I thank you for the grace. Lord, help him, help him, help him. One day I was there when I saw he was still chopping the sisters in the church. Say amen. amen. So I called him. I said, I'm coming to your house, but my driver is not here. Can you send one of the driver to come and pick me? Send the driver to pick me and took me to the house. I got there. I said, I didn't know where you are. You will See, people have not been frank with you. Eh? You are going to enter a certain home. You won't come out. I said, you are going to enter. We are pre Jesus. He said, No, we have advised you. God said, Go, bring your driver to pick me. You are going to enter a certain hole. You won't come out. Now you see the five cars in this house, everything will be gone. So choose between circumcising your desire and losing everything. I said, I don't want your driver. To take me back, I will walk. And I can picture where he was staying, where I was living. I walked to the roadside. Those days there were no Uber. Picked a taxi and went. The last time I heard of him, everything was gone. And even renting a single bedroom apartment is a struggle. My 
sister, there is something you must drop. My brother, there is something you must drop. Me, prophet, there is something I must drop. All of us as congregation, there is something you must drop. You know what you must drop. At a certain height, it is only disgrace that will let you drop. At a certain height, it is shame that will let you drop. Can I tell you more stories? I had a personal assistant and he traveled. And one day he came back and he said, I am married. And brought a guest and said, that is my wife. We had married. And that is our, say, wow. Naturally, once I'm growing up, eh, ask my mother, I don't like talking. So even if I have something to say, I want to keep quiet. Because I have the mindset that whatever I say, I must be paid. Yeah. So even if I know something, I want to behave as if I don't know. It has been my lifestyle. So when I became born again, became prophetic, maybe I'm over from over. I said, wow. 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 One day I called him and said, ah, Charlie, are you sure this girl is your wife? And you have married the girl. Say, yes, sir. So, fine. Fine. So, call Mr. and Mrs. In this church, it can go on for some time, but it cannot go on forever. Whenever you see people are not coming to church, eh, they are avoiding congregation. They know the things that I know. And at times, they think I will say, yeah, I won't say it. One day, there was a story in one of the dailies. And the story was Prophet Bernard L. Bernard's pastor. So, 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 and so. I got wind of it. We trusted God. The story did not come out anyway by the grace of God. I called my son. I called a meeting. I said, Madam, tell them the truth now. The woman said, we are never married. He gave me, I was married with somebody or something. And one day I knew him as a prophet. And he gave me a direction. And the direction was that um, needed the fluid that comes after people have made love to do a direction. I mean, to me, we say, whether some believers, they don't think or what. The prophet said, that's what he needs. The fluid that comes for direction. She said, ah, but how can I? He said, don't worry. What I can do for you is that, you know, I can pass through you. When I pass through, we'll get it. He said, how will you pass through? He said, hold on. So it was the pass-through ministry that made them now. He said, I'm bringing you here. When we go, say we are married. Between the two, we are married. At the realm of the disgrace. I said, there is something you must drop. I give people the privilege to drop what they must drop. Because me, God has given me several opportunities to drop all that I must drop. A couple were in this church. Rev, the woman had a child. And the child was around 12 years old. But she had the child when she was a teenager. 
And so the mother and the father moved out of that locality. And they took care of that baby. So the baby looked like the mother's last born. And it was time for this girl to get married. And this girl lied to the husband. That, oh, nothing like that. So they called the child. But one day I saw it. Then I said, I cannot invite the man. Because I don't. So I called the woman to the house. I said, whilst I was praying, I saw a girl with this name. And I saw in your community, everyone think that that girl is your But the Lord said, that girl is your child. She got shocked. In my sitting room, I was living at Westland. She was shaking. Was shaking. Shaking. What do I do? Will you ask me? I will never tell your husband. God never asked me to go ask me to tell you. Now at a point she told her, I don't like spirit life again. Yes. And I think we should leave. We should leave. And they left. And I don't know what they think that when they leave, it affects me. I was here before you went. So as long as I have not left, then you have left. I'll still be around. And they left. I said, but this thing I told you I was never going to say it. I said, I was never going to say it. You rather want to destroy me to go. You want me to talk? Get ready for the examples in messages. My wife doesn't know it is this couple or it is that couple. But if they are watching, they know the other one. Do you want me to go further? We had a couple. Their children were above 18. Hmm? Two of them were not for them. Ask me what Vincent. When I told the man, for this God, when I told the man, and the wife find out, he said they should leave, they left. It, it broke my heart. Years after, the man saw a message from America. I know now that my children are of age. You better tell your husband I'm coming for them. The man called me. We sat, we talked. I said, I don't know what you want me to say now. I've told you this over three years before now. You think we have time to lie? The woman dropped a water pot. At this convention is coming to an end. What is it that you have to drop? Me as a pastor, I have listed the things I have to drop. Some are sins. Some are behavior. Some are character issues. I have to drop it. And you heard this message today. Go and don't go and drop. You heard this message today. Don't go and don't go and drop. God is giving all of us a measure of mercy. And that measure of mercy is Lord. It will be hard. We will let it go. Lord, we will let it go. I can't tell you stories in this ministry. This is an apostolic prophetic mission based ministry there are things I keep quiet but if every day I talk everybody will run so I go in there father I lay this person before you I speak by your mercies your mercy can do everything Lord and that is what a pastor must do I am that's why I love sinners 
Because that's what I've been sent to deal with. So sin does not scare me. Praise the Lord. Lift up your right hand. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you today and I declare any sin in my life, I confess it, I renounce it, and I repent. My father, my father, I come before you today. Anything that has made me to compromise in my life, in my family, in my marriage, in my business, in my dealings with people. Oh God. A guy stood here on Friday and said, it is today that I believe in the prophetic. Do you know why? When I was taking the offering, I said, come and see me. So he came. I said, who is this? He said, my cousin. I said, stop sleeping with your cousin. He went back. He went back. He said, sir. Sir, it is true. Sir, I go to church, but I don't believe in the prophetic. But it is today that I believe in the prophetic. He was shaking. He said, I will go. I will go and do it. I said, because God wants to help you. That's why God has revealed it. And thank God, God said one on one. Say, it's today. Say, my father, my father. Soften my heart and help me out of my sins, out of my iniquities, out of my weakness. These 30 days, let it be profitable. 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 I thank you, Jesus, for this grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty, mighty, mighty clap offering. As we bring today's message to a close, we hope that the teaching shared have touched your heart and ignited a deeper connection with your faith. May the wisdom and inspiration gained here continue to resonate in your life, guiding you through challenges, strengthening your relationships, and bringing you closer to God. We are ready and just a call away to support, encourage, and walk alongside you. Reach our church line on plus 233-234-0777. 788. Follow us via social media at Spirit Life Revival Ministries on Instagram, Spirit Life Revival Ministries The Oracle's Place on Facebook, and at Spirit Life TH on Twitter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Spirit Life Revival Ministries for more of such messages. Remember, you are never alone. Until we meet again, may the love grace and peace of our Lord be with you always.